Welcome to year two of The Playlist Project, a podcast where we learn about people through music and learn about music through people. I am Stacey C., and playlists for me started as mixtapes, recording songs off the radio with a quick trigger finger on the record button. Mixtapes or playlists can be for yourself or to give to someone else. In this podcast, I hope to share songs and people with you. On this episode of The Playlist Project is a dear friend from both high school and college. Go Bulls! Mike! Mike, how are you? Hey, Stacy. I am splendid today. Thank you for asking. I'm so excited to have you on the show. Thank you so much for coming. I'm honored to be here. Truly touched. Truly? Are you truly <laughs> touched? Truly. As I asked all my guests, I asked Mike to bring five songs that he likes. Sounds like you maybe brought more than that. So we're going to fly by the seat of our pants, you say. We're going to make some game time decisions here. I love it. We're living on the edge. Um, that so before is not we one get of my songs, no, thank God, I d- no Aerosmith. I don't. Ha- I'm not pro or against Aerosmith. I don't I think... think you're pro or against anything. That's why you're doing this podcast. I suppose that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Fair, Mike. Fair. All right. So before we get into your list, let's hear a quick elevator pitch. Who you are, musically, professionally, personally. What? Give us a little reference on who's Mike. Mike is mainly, I see myself as a dad now. Kids are a big part of my life. Uh, I would call myself an aspiring Buffalonian. I love that. I don't engage in Buffalo activities as much as I want to, although I'm still very proud of the fact that I live here. I am an Adirondack 46er. I've hiked all the high peaks. Uh, I'm big into snowboarding and do-it-yourselfing. My main interest in find is in finding ways to reduce our dependency on cars. God, you're amazing. <laughs> um, my dad was a 46er. I'm sure you knew that. Um, do you know your 46er number by heart? I just got my last peak this summer. <gasps> and honestly, I finally got around to applying for it last week. So I do not yet <laughs> have a number. Well, that's amazing it's it's such a feat congratulations that's pretty awesome thank you yeah it took quite a while yeah i uh i was proud of it i hear that the next step is uh the number like there's different badges that you can get like different sets of peaks that you can do i was there for my dad's 111th one it's like a blue triangle patch is there's a whole thing yeah I don't know what I'm going to do next. <laughs> I've I've gone through phases in my life where I was big into various different activities, but they've changed throughout the years and mountain climbing yeah. was like my most recent one. And I don't know. I don't know. We'll see That's what happens great. in the future. Okay. So great. Little bit of, of who's Mike. Uh, next, I'm going to ask you some music questions. Okay. <laughs> so before we get to your five, we're going to, uh, I'm going to go through a couple of questions. So I ask everybody, so I'm sure that you're prepared for this one. What is your first music memory? I think my first music memory is classical music with my dad. Uh, he used to listen to uh, the classical music station it was called The Sunshine Show, which was oh like their gosh. morning program. It's amazing. And so it would be classical music and it would probably be like a Mozart, like Turkish march sort of song. That's awesome. Driving in the in the car or just at home? In the car specifically. Gotcha. Next up, was there a musician's death that affected you? And who was it? And tell me about it. No. No? No? Um... 
Should there be? Not necessarily. I'm feeling as I get older, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of musicians that are like famous or of an era Mm -hmm. that have passed. And it seems like I'm one of those people who really appreciate something when it's over. Oh. And not so much during. Interesting. A recent one is uh, Tina Turner passed this summer. Right. I happened to mention it to my wife or we were talking about it like, oh, Tina Turner died or whatever. Yeah. And my kids were like, who's Tina Turner? So then it's like, let's do it. So we <laughs> we put on a whole bunch of Tina Turner songs or whatever. And then we listened to Tina Turner for probably a month. Like it was yeah. Tina Turner Station. And that's like happened a lot. Like Burt Baccarat died too. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. like we had some Burt Baccarat like jam sessions. But I, I, so like, I try to appreciate these people, but I'm not sure that I was really affected. That's okay. God, that makes me sound heartless. No, what about no, you? not at all. I really, honestly, I was not necessarily in that same camp, but I was not emotionally affected by many musicians because I don't know these people. They're not like, yeah. they're not my neighbor. They're not like, I don't, <laughs> I, I can't have a beer with them. They're sort of unreachable. But the first time that I felt like a, a loss of an art was Chester from Lincoln Park. Lincoln Park like when yeah. he died, I was like, oh, we don't get that anymore. There's still, there's still a lot more there. Yeah. Yeah. He was struggling and we could, we could have had more Chester had their whatever support. We could have had more Smash Mouth. <laughs> I know we could have had more Smash Mouth. <laughs> Last question before we start your list, which I'm so excited about. I I want to. I really want to know if I know any of the songs. I want to be totally surprised. I think you know all of them. Really? I think okay. because my music taste hasn't changed <laughs> since <laughs> since college. So there's nothing new on here. Nah, it's okay. Have you ever been first row at a concert? And then which concert? And if you haven't been first row, have you been like pretty close? Of course. Right. Of course. Yeah. So I remember probably I'll answer the most the most special one for me, which was probably a They Might Be Giant show at Watership nice. Music Hall. This was, I don't know when, 2000 Early, early 2000s. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> first, first time I ever saw them, they were one of my two absolute favorite bands. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was right up front, right up against the bar, seeing John and John. And at that time, their band also consisted of Dan, Dan, and Dan. And it was just amazing. (laughs) So good. I remember when I was making your questions earlier, I remember that we went to Metallica together in Buffalo. Um, Still one of my favorite shows is that that show that we were on the floor Mm -hmm. in Buffalo and we like got super close either like on the fence or we were like one or I two think we back were like one row back yeah yeah i don't i don't i don't like getting squashed at the fence i love I, it <laughs> i was gonna say like honestly like i don't really care too much about this band but i also saw hooba stank i love hooba stank and uh they uh they played at ub yeah so hooba stank was playing and i was like jammed in and i remember i was way up front and i only had enough room for one foot to be on the ground i couldn't fit both feet and i was like this is amazing i am having the best time of my life all right so now that we're a little warmed up do you have a theme that you would like to present for your list as a whole okay I know there's no video to this, but Mike stood up and is now raising his desk to get ready to talk about this. 
I love it. I love it so much. All right. A theme. You know, okay. So the obvious thing, when I first heard about your podcast and I was thinking Uh about it and I was like, what would I do? And I was thinking I could use this time to tell the story of my life. Yeah. And I could, and I could pick songs from each different era or whatever. And I was like, this is such a good idea. It's so original. And then like seven people have done it on your podcast so far. Right. And I was like, oh. Even me. That's what I did on my solo one. (laughs) Maybe it wasn't that original. And so then I thought, what else could I do that brings a little bit of uniqueness? And I thought about Mm -hmm. two things. One is there could be a lit a little bit of Broadway flair because I'm huge into musicals. Yes, yes. Still still am. They're my jam. And then like you said something, you're like, I'm not huge on the musicals. And then like <laughs> other people have thrown in one or two. And I was like, all right, good. We, we got some coverage there. So my backup is I brought weird songs. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the, the only connection is they're weird. You know, the, the interview I just did with my friend Bonzo. I thought he was going to bring more weird. Now he brought some weird and they were great. Mm-hmm. And a couple of them broke my brain. They were wonderful. So I'm so excited to hear your weird. Yeah. They're just weird. Okay. Or like funny, but like, they're not, they're not like normal songs. Without further ado, randomly pick your first one. Randomly pick my first one. Or go in the order that you want. I don't want to force you into anything. I think I'll start off with a song that that's very meaningful for me mm-hmm. by my absolute favorite band and it is probably the one that is the most popular okay and that is a song about someone who can play the drums and he likes to be called dr worm <laughs> so it's by they might be giants dr worm let's they listen call me dr. Worm. good morning how are you i'm dr worm i'm interested in things i'm not a that song mike it's such a good jam so a <laughs> so little good. side note about that yeah. i recently went to a they might be giants concert it was their 30th anniversary of yes. their album flood it got delayed because of the pandemic from 2020 to 2021 to anyway so we, we like just did it that song is not on that album but they did play that song <laughs> and i cried it was so good. I was so happy. <laughs> I had never been at such a happy place. That's awesome. How many times have you seen them? Two. Oh, okay. So you've now talked about both times that you've They're seen really, them. They don't tour <laughs> enough. They don't tour enough. <laughs> but if they tour again, you're on that shit. I will go. Yeah. Well, that was a strong start. What do you have as number two? All right. Here's a song that uh, our dear friend, Amy introduced Uh me to and i just think it is absolutely hilarious okay and it is a song about someone who's feeling sad in life but there's Mm -hmm. there's a bright spot and so the song is called enormous penis by da vinci's notebook why is this here let's listen never worry about a thing got the world on a string because i've got the cure for all of my blues 
I take a look at my enormous penis and my troubles. Oh no! Oh no! Woo! It was a good one. Do you remember that song? No, I I don't no? remember that song at all. I if I had heard it, I've now blocked it out, and I'm so happy to have rediscovered it right now. It's so good. Oh my God, so how good. did tell me about how that one came about? Like Amy just was like, "Hey, Mike, I think you might like this song." Mm. How did she? Why does Amy okay. have the enormous penis song? I've heard a lot of people describe the late '90s and yeah. early 2000s as the golden age of music. Oh, everybody was getting signed. Everyone was getting record albums, and so there was like an incredible diversity of music out there that happened at like just a peak of a confluence of events. And I don't understand yeah. it, but this is theory. And so. There was like all of these bands that were kind of of this genre, you know, that's kind of an acapella band. And it's kind of one of those like smaller Joe Mark's brother, Moxie Fruvis, Guster, like those kind of like, yeah, started out by just like busking and what I mean, they had that absolute golden record right there. Absolutely. Yeah. Chef's kiss. Absolutely. It slaps. Okay. Well, Mike, you've definitely brought the weird, but I feel like weird is sometimes it considered negative right like i feel like people are like oh that's so weird no mm -mm. I, I, unique creative mm. i think maybe by weird silly okay silly might be a, a good way to describe it i brought some silly songs where your people are thinking like why does this song exist i love it i'm so happy right now <laughs> okay so two for two clearly on your top silly all right, so the last one was about someone who was very pleased with their gentleman sausage. The next one is in the same wheelhouse, and it too, I like songs that tell a story. So this one also tells a story uh -huh. about someone who missed the train in the morning. Oh my God, I was thinking about this song the other day. <laughs> and they must have gotten there two minutes too late. Two minutes too late. But it was gone and they were screwed. <laughs> the song is called Noonie's Theme. It's by a band called The Earth Tones, or at least the version that I know of it is, right. is called The Earth Tones, which is an a cappella group, U University at Albany, circa 1997. Noonie's Theme. Let's listen. But I don't stress out. I know I'll be okay. I see the bright side in yesterday. At least I got laid last night. Life can't be that bad. At least I got laid The Earth Tones version is not on Spotify. There is a separate version that I am going to add in the Spotify playlist so that we do have the song. It's pretty close. Mike and I listened to it. Um, so it's pretty close. It's not quite the original that we both know and love. Oh, I mean, it's heartfelt and pure emotion. And great singing. It's a great little like acapella group from Albany, right? Yeah. yeah. So good. So good. So that's three super silly songs. Super silly songs. Okay. The next one, it's a song that I had stuck in my head and I could not remember all of the words. <laughs> and I know that it was from an, a time long ago. So I texted the high school like 
text group and I was like, what yeah, yeah, is yeah. this song? And literally no one knew what I was talking about. And then nope. ev- about an hour, every hour, I would remember another lyric or like one more word to the song. And yeah. I would be like, this is what it was. And then everyone would be like, no, you're crazy. <laughs> and then I realized that it was actually my college freshman, uh, like really good friend who yeah. introduced me to the song. So I was off by like one or two years. Okay, that's fair. Did you call him? I did. Of course I did. And I shared with him with glee when I discovered the song. That's amazing. I found it on YouTube. And every single comment on YouTube was, I remember the song from this video game, yada, yada, yada. And I, I had yeah. no idea what this video game was. But apparently, I'm the only person who ever knew this song from not the video game. Oh, okay. Is it a bad religion song? It's close. <laughs> it is a Vandals song. Oh, gotcha. Okay. And it's called, I think it's called Idea for a Movie. Oh, all right. An Idea for a Movie. Let's listen. I got an idea for a movie, and it goes like this. Check it out. It's about a boy who gets his finger caught in a bottle of Mr. Piss. classic like pre-pop punk punk so good it's so catchy right so good and the song is probably like two minutes oh two two minutes and 39 seconds right quick easy it's so good and it so the song has a couple verses and the first verse is about some kid who can drink mr pib or whatever and then it goes on yeah. to another person and then another person or another idea for a movie and yeah. then at the very end they're like oh yeah one more thing about that guy who he like learns to fly or something he and then they say but it's only for a moment or two and only an inch or so high oh and it just ties it all up in this wonderful bow i just love it it's such a good song oh nice i love it that's four already oh no you only have one left when i said this next one to my wife Mm -hmm. she got really excited and so oh i'm throwing it in for her because i think she also finds it absolutely hilarious. Awesome. And it's not so much a song as it is in it's an interview on a radio show or something. Stop it. <laughs> you're gonna throw an interview up here? And is this what you're the, doing song, the song is called Wheels on a Big Rig. Yes. This is acceptable. I accept this is the option. It's so good. I love it's this one. So good. Wheels on a big rig. Let's listen. How about uh, Roman numerals, Mr. Smart Bob? <laughs> oh, there's I, 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 B, 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 I, B, I, I, B, I, 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 X, 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 I, X, So I believe, I, I think we had this exact conversation in college that I was just like, is that right? Or is he just like mumbling and so we sat there one day and we were we press play and pause and play and pause and play and pause and we were like no that's right it is that is one to 18 in roman numerals and then of course you learned how to sing it and then i also died laughing when you sang along with it because of your energetic nature it's so good it's so good so this is the point in the show where i throw it back to you where you can ask me a question to prop a song. You can ask me a music-related question. I also like to share because it's my show and I like music. All right. Here's my question for you. Okay. I've thrown out a lot of unconventional songs. Oh, yes. That all make me happy. <laughs> What's the most embarrassing song that you like? 
What's your guilty pleasure? Oh God. It's so bad. Come on. Oh no, it's so bad. So there's this song that every time I sing it, I love it, but I feel so gross afterwards (laughs) because I'm saying the absolute most disgusting things, but these are the lyrics to the song. It's a song by Korn. I almost, I legitimately almost asked, what is your favorite new metal song? Because I was just like, new metal, that's the thing that should not have gone away. And then I was like, hers would probably absolutely. be like Limp Biscuit rolling or something. <laughs> oh, no, absolutely not. So there's okay. this song by Korn. Uh, it's so dirty. Um, it's called All in the Family. Oh, classic. <laughs> Middle school Korn coming it, in hot. Follow so- the leader album. Yes. So good. It's so bad. It's so bad. (laughs) Because it's like, why did I just say those words? Okay. Oh, it's it's featuring Fred Durst. Of course it is. I haven't thought about this song in 25 years. I'm so happy right now. It never made it to the radio, thank God. Okay, all in the family. Shit every day, Fred. Lay off the biscuit. Say what? Say what? You better watch your fucking mouth, John. So you hurt me, and I hate you. You know what? You know what? It's all in my family. It just gets dirtier and dirtier and dirtier, and. I was a huge Limp Bizkit fan, um, and I, I did like a fair share of Korn albums. Somewhat, I, I had someone in my life who was super obsessed with Korn, and so that sort of left a bad taste in my mouth after a while. But I can, mm-hmm. I can now look fondly uh, back on Korn and be like, it was so, so dirty. So it's... It's a guilty pleasure because I don't necessarily, like, I, I understand the terminology of guilty pleasure, but, like, if something makes you happy, you sing it from the mountaintops. I wouldn't um, go up on a mountaintop and sing that too loud. Absolutely not. <laughs> so this is why I came up with this song for, for your question. Like, yes, I am ashamed that I love the song so much, and it's so good, and I try not to sing it without anyone else around. It's so good. It, I, it's, it's just 1998 is just classic 1998 special special year right (laughs) peak music right there oh word mike that was so enjoyable i'm so happy that you're on the show thank you thank you for having me i'm so pleased to share some of my weirdness with you i it has been one of the shining stars on why you are so enjoyable to be around oh thank you if you want to hear these songs in their entirety Follow the Playlist Project Podcast playlist on Spotify or click the link in the description. Thanks for listening.